last podcast of the week for anybody who may Ooh. right because i'm Ooh. i'm gone first thing yeah i'm gonna go stand in a monsoon yeah um cool well at least you didn't pay for it <clears throat> Yep. Thanks for that. Thanks for that little reminder. Yep. Yep. Nothing like painful. Anyways, a couple things. So Paul and I were very briefly just chatting uh, about the sponsor of today's video. Is your Active Directory vulnerable to cyber attacks? Active Directory is the number one attack vector involved in nine out of 10 attacks. Because of legacy Active Directory misconfigurations, it is a prime target for cyber criminals. To find and fix AD security vulnerabilities, you need Purple Knight, a free community Active Directory vulnerability assessment tool that is used by thousands of organizations to scan for indicators of exposure and compromise. Purple Knight provides a vulnerability assessment report and prioritizes recommendation guidance so you can quickly find and fix legacy misconfigurations that leave your core identity system open to attackers. You can also use Purple Knight to scan for vulnerabilities in Azure Active Directory, which is notoriously tricky to secure. Stop worrying about security gaps and download Purple Knight today to find out where the problem is and how to fix it. You can find links to Purple Knight in the description of this podcast. Okay, maybe we weren't talking about the sponsor, but it was a good segue, whatever. Uh, Paul and I were talking about scanning apps, and I got to tell you something I did last night, which is going to revolutionize my little brain. I love it. So I pay for the premium version of ChatGPT's OpenAI, whatever you want to call it. Incredible. Thing, 20 bucks a month. Yep. You get new features, whatever else. I use it all the time. Yesterday, I was like, I wonder if I could do this. I took mm. a, a, my daughter has a math book that she has to do. She has to do like one page a night. Like, and it's on the left mm-hmm. side are 10 problems. And on the right, they're like word, they're mixed, whatever. All, any type of math fractional problems you can think of. And then on the right side, are a bunch of squares where you write your answers. I took a picture of the left page and I said, tell me all the answers. 15 seconds later, it, all of wow. them. So hold on a second. Now you did this, how, wh- wh- what was the process? For you, you took a picture with your phone. Yeah, so. And then on your phone. On So what I did was I downloaded the OpenAI app, which I'm paying, so you know, the ChatGPT app, app, the official client. You yep. open it up. There's a little button that says camera. I took a picture of it, and I snapped a picture of the page, and it says, it looks like these are math problems. Do you want me to solve so, them? I see. So you did it from within the app. And I just pasted it in. I said, yes. And it, it said, one, number one, read the question, how it solved it, gave me the answer. And then I said, summarize it, so I just have the answer. So I had one through ten, because my kid already did it, and they were all there. Now, you got to be careful, because sometimes it is wrong. Uh, oh, okay. It right. does have some issues with some weird fractions, like it was yeah, almost like gaslighting me into saying like this was actually correct. And it was saying one, the answer, the answer was 63 over 64. That was the fraction. Okay. But it was telling me that one with a number one and 63 over 64. So was the same thing as oh. 63 over 64. Mm. It's like, uh, so uh, wait a minute. One, no, wait, no, no what? No, no, just don't no, worry about it. No, no. Just, yeah. you gotta, you gotta va- trust, but verify, I think is the, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I, this is, um, this is probably the, uh, this, so just to be clear, this is absolutely does not answer the question I asked you, but, okay, fantastic. um, no, that's, <laughs> it's, but it's, in, no, but it is interesting. And I, and I think what you're touching on is the, the central debate of this age, which is this uh, notion that AI is not correct. So 
I was, uh, I, I, well, I wouldn't call it an argument, but Leo and I got in kind of a debate last week over whether AI would ever make sense being added to search and would it improve search? And I'm like, it already has. What are you talking about? And he completely disagrees because it lies and it has mistakes. And I said, listen, I, oh, no, I didn't say this. I, I mentioned this to my wife because, you know, she does a lot of research for her work and mm -hmm. she's curious about this stuff too. And I said, here's the thing. Um, if you research, if you're searching on Google or wherever for some answer, if it's if it's something simple like uh, what was uh, what day of the week was April 4th, 1972 or something, right? You're, you're going to get an answer. You don't need a, a bunch of blue links and you just, you want the answer. That's, you know, whatever. So AI probably good for that maybe. But typically you're researching something and you're going in and out of articles, right? And so mm -hmm, you're like mm -hmm. trying to, and, and at that point, the onus is on you to kind of find the best answer, the answer that you're looking for, maybe, well, yeah. however you want to phrase it. So AI like today will do that for you and present without you having to go in and out like a mole, uh, a, a, some sort of construct that, of mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Depending on your search. I, and I would just argue today, like that's already better than the current situation. The, the asterisk being if AI is in fact sprinkling some of its, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, hallucination secret sauce into the results, then yes, that's a problem because right. it's injecting stuff that maybe isn't true. That is a problem. But I also feel like it's um, it's a fairly standard, it may be complex, it may be a big problem, but it's a fairly standard computer science problem to solve. And I think it will be solved. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're not going to get to the point where we can't trust this thing. Mm -hmm. You're right, though. Yes. I mean, in the same way that, well, no, something simple like that day of the week thing, You, I think you would accept that, right? You would probably not go look at a second source, right? Because yeah. it's, well, you no, would so here's, it. here's how I do it is my daughter will do all of her homework and then give it to me to yeah. check. And for, I don't you know are what, describing that day of the week problem when you when you're talking math there is an answer oh yeah like, there's a finite is, answer a, a definitive right. answer yep. yep there's no ifs ands or buts about it and so what i do I, up until now i was really just although i did some python stuff earlier anyways it doesn't matter i would just i would redo it like it's it's relatively simple stuff but whatever like now we're doing like these complex fractions multiplying fractions dividing fra like and it's like okay i can do this but why and so uh i, I look at her I, answer and I'm if it's different than ai cheating here if, it, if it's <laughs> different than what ChatGPT yeah. kicked back, then I will manually do it and try to validate it and see mm -hmm. like, was my daughter right or was ChatGPT wrong? Like, right, I'm the third opinion of go. the answer. This is the, the human cog, right? And this yep. is the thing, I, I uh, you know, like I'm a, I'm a writer, I mean, one of the, and my wife is, and one of the things we've talked about a lot recently as it happens is it's, it's an odd thing, but um, grammar checking in Word, which uses this thing called the Microsoft Editor, which is sort of a competitor to Grammarly, has gotten worse over time. But you know what? So has Grammarly, and it's it's flagging things that are not correct. It it is making recommendations that are not right, like objectively wrong, mm -hmm. not stylistic things, yep. but literally just wrong. This has actually gotten bad. Like it's it's worse now than it ever it has ever been, and I I suspect the reason is this kind of AI escalation that's occurring everywhere where they're trying to, you know, put a flag in the sand and say, look, like, we're the guys. And it's like, well, mm -hmm. you might want to step back because you don't know what you're talking about. And um, it's an exaggerated example, but it's not enough. You can't just look at something like a document and say, well, it's AI, it must be right. You, you as the writer in this case, me, I guess, has to 
know enough about this topic to know that it's wrong and then ignore it. And I, I do think that's going to be the danger. Um, people are just going to trust it. Yeah. Um, so there, there is that element. I, like I said, this is the debate. I mean, this is the central, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. You know, I think well, t- people are lazy. I mean, we get really comfortable with technology. Oh yeah. And, uh, it feels authoritative. It's uh, it's scary good in certain in certain venues. Mm-hmm. It is that's the thing. It's the magic when it happens. You like right. I, I this is a dumb 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 example, but I um, I don't really use Bing the Bing stuff very much. But I I was doing something. I think I just written a news story about it. Whatever, and I did some image creation stuff with the new version of that mm-hmm. Bing image creator. Fantastic, like it's really nice. And um, you know, for people who don't want to pay for this stuff or haven't really tried any of the more advanced stuff that's out there, this like Dolly three based thing. It's 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 amazing. And, uh, and then I went to, I had this notion in my, I, I had this article idea and I wanted to call it, I already said this on Windows Weekly, I apologize if you listen to that show, but it was called Love and Anger, which is the name of a 1988 or 89 song by Kate Bush, which is a good song, but whatever. And I was like, I'd like to use this as the title, but I'm not sure if it applies. And so I asked Bing uh, chat what that song meant. What were the lyrics about? Because I don't mm-hmm. know if you do this, but if you are, if you like music, you might know the words you could sing along to songs. Oh yeah, and then and you list you listen to but, it and it's but you don't actually know what the yep. lyrics mean. Yeah. I mean like so I know I could probably sing the song start from start to finish. You wouldn't want to hear it, but it would you know I could probably know the lyrics. But I actually have no I, even now I I kind of have no idea. But um it wrote this little three or four paragraph summary. It it cited where it caught some of that information from. And I was like it it quoted from the lyrics and explained what that meant and how it figured into this broader narrative. And I was like, yep, that makes sense. I, I thought that was, it was well-written. <laughs> like that's a, that's a little, um, mm-hmm. as a writer, a little alarming on, on one level, but it was actually like nice. Like that's, this is pretty well done. You know, the one thing I hope the image stuff does do, and I'm, it will, I'm sure it will. It's not yeah. there yet. And maybe Adobe will be the one who eventually cracks this nut. Right. Is when it outputs those images. Mid Journey doesn't do this yet either. If it did it in Photoshop layers, that would be yeah. oh, dude, I, that this, that is I, like the final frontier. So, one issue I have uh, with the Bing thing <laughs> um, that is sort of an issue at Dali, although you can then later edit it and and I don't forget what you call that, but you kind of add part like you stretch out a part and say like fill you kind yep, of fill yep, into yep, an yep. area. These images are um, always square. That's the aspect ratio. And there is no way to change that. And I I Googled it, ironically, to find out, like, am, am I missing something? Is mm-hmm. there a, a something like, because I tried saying something in 16 by 9 aspect ratio, which is how I typically need graphics, like, for the website or whatever. And it is a limitation of this system right now that that's how, that that's it. There's no, because I think it's because it's so complex. If you were to add aspect ratios, it would exponentially make this thing more difficult and time consuming and expensive to Microsoft, whatever. So that's just not a thing. But you know, here we are in 2023 and Microsoft Paint might be getting layers, I yep. think, right? Isn't that one of the features coming? Yep. So uh, what you're asking for, Brad, it will happen. It's just a matter of time. And what I'm asking for will happen too, right? And I think, yeah, I you, you, you um, you've done that. You have a great example of AI writing Perl scripts, right? Uh, Python, you could, yeah. Python, yep. I'm sorry. And, um, uh, you could apply this to imagery as well. Like I'm working in Adobe Illustrator. I need this thing to be in whatever that format is, some vector oh, or sure. graphics format. And and you would specify that. Like, okay, now you've done this. Now put it in, you know, whatever this form is. And um, so I can do the hand edit stuff at the end. And uh, I 
I think that's coming. I I, I think all that's oh, coming. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm not I'm not like Isaac Newton over here or whoever, Einstein, like no, coming up with these great thoughts like this would be great if it was a Photoshop layer. Like obviously. Well, I okay. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just saying maybe that's not obvious to a lot of people. Oh, well, maybe that, not to um, ever but to the people it, who are working on this on the back end, I'm sure that this is something it, that they've This thought is of. the yeah, those people are probably saying it will be nice if and yes, it would be, but I I guess what I'm saying is oh yeah, no, that's when once you hear that, you're like, Yeah, this is this yep. will be a thing. No doubt yeah, about the, it. And we can move on after this, but um, Dolly 3 really closed the gap between Mid-Journey right. and Dolly. However, Mid-Journey is, Mid is on version 5, and they've done a bunch of refinements, and it's still ahead from the configuration controls, I guess, maybe, because you can do 16 by 9. They oh, recently introduced what's go. really neat is so you get an image, and they have a zoom button now. So you can, you can only zoom out. You can't zoom in. But if, so, like, say the image isn't perfectly centered, you can hit zoom out, and it kicks you out of right. 16 by 9. That's how mine's set up. So then you can then crop it however you need. Um, they're supposedly coming with another big update soon, but until we well, know what I, it is. I just so. say, I mean, you're, you're technical, and um, there is a barrier to entry to Midnight Journey. Mid-Journey, yep. Mid-Journey, sorry. That uh, I think a lot of people would find uh, too much to overcome. And, yeah. and one of the, ba the benefits of... Bing image creditor, especially, but I guess Dolly too. This is websites you just go to. You can sign in with an account and you know have credits and blah blah blah. Whatever, it's free. Um, those things, uh, Dolly three is in both of those products now, and it's pretty good. And and mm -hmm. then also Adobe for like creative professionals, like oh, their yeah. Firefly thing was just updated uh, to a very similar level of quality. Yep, Firefly is pretty pay, good. Yeah, you pay big bucks for that, and but it's safe too. So if you're like a a graphics professional, you're absolutely in that world. I mean, this is a an incredible capability to get as part of that you know it's yep. it's we're just just months later dude you know this is the type of stuff that would come over multiple years <laughs> you know to different first to photoshop and then eventually mm -hmm. down to the lighter stuff um it's just exploding you know the other thing that's uh really interesting that's ha actually happened in the last 24 hours is so sony announced their ps5 in quotations slim however what they've really done is they've they took the PS5 digital, made a detachable yep. Blu-ray drive that you can now buy that base console with or without the yep. detachable drive. What they covertly sort of did though is that the mm. PS5 digital without the drive is now $50 more than the outgoing PS5 digital. PS5 digital was Oh, they actually raised the price. They raised the price 50 bucks. Oh, what so what's the starting price? Uh 449. 450, yeah. It used to be 399 uh, for digital. I didn't even notice that. That's funny. Uh, I'll tell you what I did notice was um, it's not. It doesn't look that much smaller. It, no, what it's is this thing. I, 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 you could go back like um, Xbox 360 to Xbox 360 S or whatever it was called, the black mm -hmm. version. Dramatic change, you know. Xbox One to Xbox One S and then X. Dramatic change. Um, I, I don't have as much of a handle on the Sony stuff, but I know they did the same thing with PlayStation, like. Part of the goal for a second gen or whatever of a, the same product is to cost reduce, but part of it is to make it smaller too, right? I mean, and uh, that thing to me does not look, I was expecting something, you know. Right, like a slim like we've half traditionally seen. But... I don't even need slim. I just need it to be, you know, this, I, there are a lot of stereo component things that can't even fit that thing. It looks like a spaceship from like a Star Trek movie or something. It's very strange. The other thing I took away from this, Sony raising their prices. Yeah. I, I don't think they feel any threat from Xbox, at least not the Series S. 
Yes, and that's actually a good point because on the one hand, you could argue everyone's raising prices this year, except with the little asterisk that not on hardware. Hardware's yeah. the loss leader. You sell that thing for cheap to make it up in the software, you know. Unless uh, Sony, unless you're already making money on it, and, and you, you don't, have a and dominant you, you position, look at, right? Exactly. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, I yep, think it's you don't have to respond. Reasonable to conclude that they looked at the market when they launched this, and, and what we're two years in now, or whatever time frame has passed. Like the Series S hasn't cut into our sales. We're meeting our projections. Why would we love, cut the price? It's not like we need to drive sales. It's all they're already happening. Yeah, this is the thing. I, alarmingly, some people don't understand about monopolies or dominant products that they just don't have to compete on an even level. And I, I still have readers who are like, I don't understand why every company can't just do whatever they want. It's like this is why because this is what you do. When you don't have competition, it's the natural. Why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. it's it's it, well, it doesn't matter why the company. It's 100%. This is what companies do. So, there's so many examples of this. This is why we have antitrust laws. I mean, it's literally because of this kind of thing. But yeah, and that's a good point. I yep. You, you, I didn't notice the price hike, so I didn't make this connection. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, and and by the way, in the scheme of like. Uh, if you wanted to invent a market for video games that didn't include Nintendo, like it was like we'll call them high-end consoles or something, Sony does not have a monopoly. <laughs> they, right. they, it may be like a 65-35 split or a 60-40 split or whatever it might be. I don't know, but it's not a monopoly. But even still, even with this advantage they have, um, whatever it might be, whatever the exact number is, they still feel that comfortable to do this. I mean, imagine if they had 90-something percent, mm -hmm. right? Um, they could just do whatever they want. The captive market, no competition. You know, it's the dream, I guess, if you're a, a company, but it's a nightmare for people like us. Just like I can do whatever I want because I control the outros. Oh.